Namaste. Aloha. It's Kaipacha with the weekly Pele report for November 22nd of 2023. I am very fortunate enough to have made it to Shambhala. <laughs> oh my goodness. The report from Shambhala. Just as what? The sun has moved into Sagittarius along with Mars. And uh, on Friday, okay, Mars moves into Sag. So, we, and the thing is that Saturn is at zero degrees of Pisces. So we are going to have both the Sun and Mars squaring Saturn. So it's uh, Sun square Saturn is exact uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Mars square Saturn is exact on Saturday. So these, these are biggies. These are biggies that I will be talking about today. Uh, and uh, let's well, let's get to the next biggie that I want to talk about, and that is Uranus, Venus, Mercury, Yod. Right? We had a Yod with Jupiter. Now it's Uranus's turn, and who we, uh, you know, uh, the finger, the fickle finger of fate, <laughs> happening here. I'm going to be really discussing Venus's moving through Libra around 20 degrees, and uh, Mercury is moving through Sag around 20 degrees, and they're in conjunct to Uranus down there in Taurus. So uh, let's, uh, we'll discuss that a little bit, and all of those implications. Uh, not only that, but Venus uh, today is in opposition to Chiron. And of course, we know that she will also be moving on uh, it'll probably be next week where she is actually in uh, uh, you know, opposition to uh, Eris, right? Eris in the North Node. So we'll talk about that. But the moon. Okay, so we had that new moon. And it's interesting that that new moon, if you remember, it was opposite Uranus. So, you know, the Uranus-Yod resolution point is actually the same Sabian symbol as the new moon. Remember the soldier using his conscience to disobey orders? <laughs> Very interesting that part of the resolution of this yacht is that same Sabian symbol. But I'll get into that when I'm looking at the camera. Uh, other aspects. So the moon now uh, is in Pisces but goes into Aries. And don't forget, she is waxing now. She is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Moving away from that sun, building energy, goes into Aries. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, by Friday, uh, she's going to be square Pluto, right? And in conjunct, the sun, Mars. So... You know, we have to be looking out for that. And then she's going to be going into Taurus. Speaking of Taurus, let's just sit for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, moving through Taurus on Saturday, she's going to conjunct Jupiter. Okay. And uh, by Sunday, she's going to move into Gemini for the full moon. Four degrees, 51 minutes of Gemini. Full moon. I'll be reading you the Sabian symbol, talking about everything about this full moon happening in Gemini. Yeah? And what else? Well, 
you know, everything keeps moving, moving, moving. <laughs> uh, also, you know, by, by next Monday, right, then uh, Mercury uh, comes into square Neptune. So Monday is a full day. It's the full moon with Mercury square Neptune. Okay, talk about crazy wildness happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then on Tuesday, the moon moves into Cancer. Yeah, where she's going to trine Venus, go along and square Neptune, okay, and oppose Mercury. I mean, just before, you know, just before she goes into Cancer. Oh, so we just want to take a nice big breath. And, yeah, relax through all of this. Let me uh, sit down, look at you, and talk about it. Where to begin? Where to begin? Of course, the sun! <laughs> the center of the solar system. In astrology, the symbol of the self, consciousness, purpose, creativity. Yes! Ow! rising up like the phoenix rising from the ashes of the underworld of Scorpio along with the planet Mars trailing right behind it so we have now this transference of a month of the Sun in water fixed water okay the underworld the lower chakras one two and three the root going in going down feeling and now bursting out busting forth into the light of Sagittarius into the fire and this is a big shift it's a big switch it can feel very liberating very opening I wanted to try to find a a little video of, of a whale, right? You know, breaking up out of the water, breaching. You know, so this can be a time, right? Especially with Mars that wants to penetrate and charge and go, you know, breaking through, breaking free, breaking out. That's a part of the mantra today, right? You know, is I want to what? Break out of what? Duality. Here's where we get into the full moon in Gemini. Coming around. I mean, this is just like so apropos. It's so beautiful in so many ways. I want to read you this Sabian symbol like five times because there is so much in it. And it so much reflects this energy of everything that's going on. It's amazing. Even during this full moon, we have Mercury squaring Neptune in conjunct Uranus earlier on in the week, right? So, you know, this whole time period now is our left Gemini brain, Mercury thinking, thinking, analyzing, judging, uh, you know, living in duality of yes, no, good, bad, right, wrong, me, you, us, them. I, I, you know, this thinking is a tool of the ego, the lower self, the lower energy that lives in separation. And Gemini and Sagittarius 
is the right brain, the Jupiter, the intuition, okay, that is like, you know, connected and expanded consciousness that, you know, is the guru, one with all that is. And then what? The Sun, Mars coming into Sagittarius squares Saturn over here in Pisces, ruled by Neptune. This is all, it's so tied together. It's what's so beautiful about astrology. Astrology shows us how everything is connected to everything else. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Saturn transiting Pisces for like three years, 2023 to 2026. This is where we are, we are challenged. This is the test. The taskmaster. Grow up get serious, get it together, commit, discipline yourself. So Saturn is all about, you know, this energy. And when it comes into Pisces, multi-dimensional reality, spirit, love, how does that blend, mix, da, 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 how, you know, how, how do we form, structure, commit, you know, mature, deal with all of this, these obstacles, it can be a lot of, you know, it can be a lot of dealing with limitation, dealing with sacrifice, dealing with our need for service, and to be of service, can even be uh, ill health. It can also be neurosis and psychosis, depression, you know, just feeling, you know, like, whoa, Every I'm overwhelmed. Pisces is all that is, is all that is, is all that is, and and here's a little Saturn, third dimensional reality of you know black and white and good and bad and judgment and everything. You know, and and in Pisces, Pisces is like it reminds me of like a, a boat upon the ocean. <laughs> all right, let me put upon the ocean because this is what I'm looking at. <laughs> You see that boat out there? That is a little bit of an ocean liner. He's going very slow. But just think, just think if this was a storm or a typhoon or a tidal wave. Yeah? That boat would get tossed around in absolutely no time. Nothing to it, like a little bobber. So Saturn is like a little bobber. Or, you know, that big metal ocean liner could be Saturn, you know, yeah. Heavy, big, slow moving, there's Saturn in Pisces. Look at the size, look at the size of the ocean. So this is, you know, this is symbolic of, you know, where we can really find ourselves, where we can really see ourselves at this particular time as being very, very, very small. Very, very, very small. And, okay, here's the scoop. I got so much to say today because I just came out of a silent retreat. <laughs> I stopped talking for a little while. I did some Zazen meditation. Got some introduction to Zazen, introduction to Zen Buddhism. I have some quotes here from, from Zen masters. And this is so Saturn in Pisces, okay? That is about, right? Well, let me, let me just look at it, you know, and I wanna, I wanna read this to you. Wisdom, T 
tells, uh, this is a quote from Sri Nisargadatta Maharaja. Wisdom tells me that I am nothing. Love tells me that I am everything. And in between these two, my life flows. This is the head, this thinking, this ego, living in duality, and the heart that is love, that is Pisces, Neptune, Venus, the lower octave of Neptune, wants to live in this love of everything. We're all one, one with all that is. This, this is like, and in between these two, life flows like these waves breaking upon the sea. So it's all about letting go. And, we, and, we, and, and even in this meditation, which is Pisces, which is Neptune, okay, which is Mercury squaring Neptune. Yeah, Mercury wants to think, 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 and do business and carry on as usual and da 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 And if it's one thing I find with this Zazen where you sit still for hours every day not thinking, <laughs> that's the idea, that's the practice. <laughs> but they just give you this idea of let your mind be two open windows and the thoughts come in and just let them blow out. And, and another one comes in and it blows out. The whole thing is not to attach to our thoughts and make them real, making the story real, making this third dimension ego experience all that there is, because it's not. And it's not who we are, it's not who I am. These are just thoughts. And as I let them go, yeah, the guy that led the retreat, Hamid, he says, you cannot think, you cannot be in your head and be in your heart at the same time. I sat with that for a while, because <laughs> I'm in my head a lot. I think a lot. Astrology is very Uranian, right? It's very abstract. It's very thought-provoking, <laughs> yeah. But if you, if you, it's like you cannot love and think at the same time. All right, that's going to bring me into this other aspect. Now let's look at this Yod. Oh my goodness. You know, I mean, we, we can be in for some big trouble. We can be in some, for some big trouble. We are, the, the, the planet right now, of course, the world is moving towards this World War III. I mean, it's just like people are taking sides. People are really living in duality. 99.9% of the world's population is constantly thinking every moment that they're awake. And what I even found was I'm thinking even when I don't think I'm thinking or I'm not conscious of my thoughts. We're like making judgments all the time. Our thinking makes judgments. We live in judgment. You see somebody walking by, and unconsciously you've already got judgments about that person, the way that they walk, the way that they look, the, the color of their skin, the length of their hair, the, the, the number of tats or whatever. I mean, it, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing this stuff. It's like think, unconscious thinking is like, 
it's like you don't really see how many thoughts you've got till you try to stop them. <laughs> so this brings me to Mercury in conjunct Uranus, right? Okay, this is double trouble. The in conjunction, okay, has to do with an adjustment. It has to do with, I call it the ants in the pants aspect. Okay, it's these things don't mesh, they don't go together, they don't fit. It's earth and fire, they doesn't fit. Uranus and Taurus, Mercury and, and Sag. Okay, it's just like it doesn't fit. And so this can be abrasive, you know, thinking. This can be extreme thinking. Uh, this can be radical thinking. Okay, uh, you know, this can just be like, you know, like, wow. You know, arguing just for the sake of arguing, taking the opposite side, da, 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 you know, you know, threatening, feeling threatened, you know, by your beliefs. It can be going nuts, mental instability. This can be where, yeah, people freaking lose it. They can't adjust, can't make that shift, can't let go and allow, okay? And they get, you know, latched onto Sagittarius is a belief it's a you know the radical it's the jihad fundamentalism this is so this there can be yeah you know tense communications you know bad emails uh, you know bad uh, you know social media stuff I mean shit can really like be coming up and out like you know the Sun Mars coming out of Scorpio can be like an exploding zit <laughs> Right. Let me and let me get to this. Uh, let me get to this Sabian symbol. But first, Uranus, Venus, another one. Okay, Uranus in Taurus, Earth, Venus in you know air. And, you know, let's all get along and compromise and cooperate and beauty, peace and harmony. And Uranus in Taurus. You know, this is my property. This is my money. This is you know my genius, my my survival. I mean, it's it's. It's time for me, with Chiron in Aries, Eris, you know, and North Node in Aries, I've got to take care of myself, stand for myself. Jupiter in Taurus, be self-sufficient. Look after my family, my survival, my food, clothing, and shelter. I mean, food, clothing, and shelter. I mean, just like, and Venus in Libra. You know, you know is love, relationship. What about me, honey? <laughs> I, I'm your partner. What about our relationship? What about we're, what we're building together? What about teamwork? Uh, you know, what about the family? What about everybody else? And so there can be this real struggle now also between I need my space, I need my time, I need my way, and having a relationship work, having a business work. You know, having your country, you know, having peace on planet Earth work. You know, you have relationships with other people. I mean, it just... So, again, this can be very unstable relationships and unstable financial conditions and situations. Venus also rules Taurus. Money. Money, love, sex, all kinds of things. And so what we want to say is, ha-ha. The resolution point for that yod and all of that trouble is what? 
What I call, I look at a yacht as like a slingshot. Here's Mercury, Mercury and Venus, and Uranus over here in Taurus has to go, and you let that Uranus fly to its polarity point, and it's the 21st degree of Scorpio, right where the new moon was, like I said, right? So this is about Scorpio, and, and what is Scorpio about? Death endings, sex, the taboo. And what, 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 do I, what, what, what do I come back to? You can't think and orgasm at the same time. <laughs> you know, in fact, the more you think, the less chance you have of coming to orgasm, <laughs> right? I mean, this is where, again, this mind and this thinking and this duality you know, cannot really be carried into nirvana. It cannot be carried to samadhi, to shambhala, to into the heart space. And in some ways, I'm going to say this is the patriarchy. This is the male conquering ego dominating thinking. Us and them. As opposed to, as differing from, this fourth and fifth dimensional realities that we are now having access to of the heart which accepts the paradox lets go of attachments you know allows and surrenders you know to love and to unity consciousness and lets go of the self self so you've got Sun, Mars, Self in this square to Saturn. And Saturn is what? You know, the spiritual Neptune, Saturn authority. A spiritual authority. It's a spiritual practice. I am committed to my practice. And what is the practice? I got a couple more quotes. <laughs> Here we go. Akuru Roshi says, practice is not preparation for something else. It is not about stopping the storm, but learning to walk the storm. And if that's not enough, here's another one. This is attributed to Buddha. We don't strive through meditation to attain peace. Peace is what we discover in meditation when we let go of all striving. So this world of duality, right? This world of survival, this world of achievement, of ambition, of, you know, going and doing Again, it's this thinking that's want to do, 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 do. The masculine, do, 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 do. The heart, stilling the mind, feeling, being. This is the emerging feminine. This is the emerging new paradigm. And we are the leaders. We are the ones. This is the, we're, we need to bring this in and it has to start at home 
within ourselves. You can't bring peace if you are not at peace with yourself, with the freaking world. And this has to be one of my favorite freaking. <laughs> this is great. Dane Rudyard's Sabian symbol for Gemini five degrees, the degree of the full moon this weekend. A revolutionary magazine asking for action. The explosive tendency of repressed feelings and root emotions. I mean, is this not perfect with the sun and Mars, you know, like a volcano emerging out of Scorpio? Those repressed, held root emotions bursting out and forward, and then what? Squaring Saturn? Oh my God. That's like the hand of God coming down going, ah. <laughs> anyway, get, get this interpretation that Dane gives us. Every movement overstressing Uranus in a yod, one direction, calls forth in time an equally extreme movement in the opposite direction. This is particularly true at the level of the dualistic mind symbolized in the zodiac by Gemini. What is rigidly bound in form and convention tends to explode into formlessness. Saturn form is exploding into Pisces formlessness. <laughs> it may do so violently if socially oppressed. And we, we know that's going on. Through revolution. Or at the psychological level in psychosis going nuts. Or, here's my favorite, it may withdraw inwardly into the mystical state in which one identifies with an unformulatable reality. Zazen. <laughs> yeah, baby. The highest manifestation of not only Saturn in Pisces, but Neptune in Pisces. And this Mercury square Neptune is a third quarter square. It's a 270 degree square. This is a crisis in consciousness, but that crisis can lead to revelation. I mean, it's not like squares are bad. Squares are breakthroughs, evolutionary gates. This fifth stage is related to the first, for it is the experience of a world of being so far unperceived by the everyday consciousness which starts the process. And here's my favorite part. In the same sense, a psychedelic experience may momentarily make the mind transparent to a non-ego structured realm 
of consciousness and may lead to a sustained attempt at understanding what has been revealed as a transcendent reality. Whether the revolutionary action is violent or peaceful, bitterly resentful or loving, the one desire is to reach beyond established forms. This is the revolution. This is the Uranian shooting off into the mysteries of life and death in Scorpio. This is the Sun Mars breaking through into Sagittarius, expanding our consciousness. This is one big, what did he say? A psychedelic experience. It's <laughs> amazing, man. Freaking Dane Rudyard. I think he was born in like 1900. I actually was, uh, I, I had the honor of attending his 85th birthday in 1985. I met him in San Mateo, California, man. Wow. Like, wow. But this guy was like so far ahead of his time. I don't know if you've seen how many books he's written. He was actually a, uh, a piano composer. He was a, he's a, a music composer in addition to the astrology, but I, the guy is an absolute phenomenon. But so here he is, he's 85 years old in 1985, and he's talking about psychedelic experiences. <laughs> it's like the magic mushroom journeys. I mean, and so yeah, these, you know, these, these journeys, they can open up our minds to transcendent realities that are beyond the mind, and they actually bring us into the heart. Evolutionary astrology talks of moving from the individuated to the spiritual stage, moving into this endless humility. So this is just like, you know, this is a week. This is a week where you can either go crazy, you can bang your head against the wall, you can argue endlessly with your partner, you can, you know, uh, get stuck in your own, you know, mental forms, structures, beliefs, or, or you can really take this opportunity, especially this full moon, wow, of opening your mind and opening your heart to the infinite possibilities, the infinite potentials of all that is. We are just little waves upon the ocean. We are supported. We are held. It's going to be okay. We can relax and let go. And that's what this mantra is about. I need to break out of duality <laughs> to be one with all that is. The paradox is, it's not doing a thing, but allowing it all to exist. This is the river flowing through between the head and the heart. And if it's one thing that, you know, I can come out of this retreat with, you know, and, and, and he spoke about it, it's celebrating life 
but celebrating the crisis and the suffering as much as the joy and the happiness. It's, and letting go of the joy and the happiness as much as you want to let go of the pain and the suffering. It's, it's this, this river of life that goes back from the up to the down, the waves upon the sea. And it's not trying to hold on. This too shall pass. Can be very comforting when we're in pain, when we're in crisis, we're in suffering. And say, like, oh God, I can't, I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait to get out of here or get away from this or, you know, I want this to stop. And so we can take comfort in astrology that says, you know, the cycles are always, always moving. And one end leads to a new beginning. But to also be in the peak of ecstasy, right? Of, you know, this orgasmic bliss in Shambhala. Like, you know, like right now I'm having a great time. But not getting attached or not, you know, not, you know, not fearing losing, right? You know, this high. I want to stay high. I want to stay high. Well, that's the other thing he talked about. We're caught between cravings and aversions. And this is another thought-mind duality, right? Craving, you know, excitement and pleasure and, high, and the highs and wanting to hold on to that, you know, that, that buzz, that psychedelic experience. And, you know, give me more, give me more. Right, you know, and the aversions, you know, where it's, so the the whole thing, the zazen, the 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 beauty, okay, is just flowing and allowing whatever comes up to come up, and then let it go, and then more will come up, and it could be happy, and we want to let that go, and it can be sad, and we want to let that go. And we want to just like be, you know, that's, <laughs> and that's when you don't have to come back, baby. <laughs> that's the end of the wheel of karma. <laughs> yeah. Ow! Come on. One more time. Oh, the song for this week. Shambhala. The road to Shambhala. Ow! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wash away my trouble, wash away my shame on the road to Shambhala. <laughs> yeah. I need to break out of duality, to be one with all that is. The paradox is, it's not doing a thing, but allowing it all to exist. Boom. Ow! Shanti. Mahalo. So much love.